I'm Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast. We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we're here to deliver the news, recaps, and celebrate the return of our resident hot Barbie and Ken, Stepan from Buchan. Welcome back to our second Grand Prix of Italy episode. Um, this episode, we will be recapping our ice dance and men's events. Lord Jesus, every time I say men's event. <laughs> really? I always think, I started off thinking that it was just the Russian men that were giving us the chaos. No. But really, it isn't. It spread it's like everywhere. the coronavirus. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's all over the ice. Truly. Uh, we do have some pieces of news before we start in both dance and men. Uh, unfortunately, I'm just going to do the gonna rip off the bandaid here. Yes. Unfortunately, Yuzuru Hanyu has withdrawn from NHK trophy uh, with an injury. Um, apparently, it was due to one very specific fall, perhaps maybe when he was practicing for a quad axle. Um, and he has been replaced with Sota Yamamoto, who, I mean, no complaints about Sota, but very, very worried about Yuzu. I feel like we're having a 2018 deja vu here. Exactly. And right before the injury announcement, Yuzu came out saying that, you know, he was going to attempt the quad axle at NHK and everyone lost their minds. And so one can't help but think that this ankle or supposed ankle injury due to one specific fall, was definitely while he was practicing the quacks. <laughs> Yuzu! You know, you know <sighs> men just never fail to deliver highs and lows, peaks and valleys of feelings, as they say. Yes. Um, another withdrawal that we have here, Shoma Uno has withdrawn from the Warsaw Cup. Um, apparently this one, fortunately, is not injury-related. It is to have enough practice time before his Grand Prix assignment. That is some very welcome news. And on to dance, we have more withdrawals. So Zagorski and Guerrero withdrew from their French Grand Prix stage. Unfortunately, Tiffany's been having quite a health battle recently. She's She was hospitalized with quite serious illness recently. And so their withdrawal doesn't really come too much as a surprise. However, we hope that they have a really quick and healthy recovery and that we see them in time for Russian nationals so oh my gosh there's gonna be so much competition oh God, there Russian nationals oh I can't even that's just oh so much going on there oh, thank um, you. and unfortunately the French pair of Adelina Galavieva and Louis Taron have split uh they were Lovely to watch last season, especially with their Mamma Mia rhythm dance. Definitely caught my eye. Unfortunately, Louis has a chronic injury that's unspecified and that has caused them to split for now. Yes, I hate injury announcements. What do we even say after them? Let's just uh, insert transition here into the yes. ice dance event at Grand Prix Italy. <laughs> Uh, I feel like in this event, there was a very clear maybe split between the skill level of maybe 6th to 10th versus 1st to 5th. Yes, um, definitely. However, some very, very entertaining and interesting things going on here between 6th and 10th. Uh, the rhythm dance, man. Oh, God. 
She's brutal. Yes. Yeah, so like Joss said, there seemed to be a very clear distinction between our top group and our second group. But with the rhythm dance, I'm kind of, I don't know whether I should be glad about this, but it's giving us a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> this hip hop blues combo <laughs> for this season. Uh, Let's get some hip hop choreographers on board because we have a lot of, we have a lot going on here. Uh, let's start with, why don't we just get right yeah. into our 10th place finishers? And that will be Carolina Machini and Francesco Fioretti. I apologize if I butcher your names. However, they skated to the Rolling Stones and Medley. I kind of felt like these costumes were a bit offensive to the Stones in that they weren't up to the Stones' level. They were like straight from Sheehan's Halloween costume selection. Oh, Jesus. You're bringing Sheehan up. Okay. I wasn't going to go, actually, no, that really matches. I was about to say, I wasn't going to go that bad, but I agree. And unfortunately, their performance as a whole wasn't that great either. They scored a 55.79, which was a fair bit away from the closest finishes in the rhythm dance. Uh, So, yeah, that Midnight Blues pattern didn't look great. They had got scored no key points and a huge distance between them and the Twizzles. Not that the Twizzles outside of the distance between them went fantastically, but that was just kind of what stuck out to me. The Holy Ghost is reserved for pairs dance. You're supposed to be closer <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, don't bring them into dance. No one wants them here. Um, however, I, I do think that they had a lot of fun yes. with this rhythm dance. They, they were very into the choreo. Big old smiles right from the roller rink. Lots of air guitar. They were having a lot of fun and did enjoy. I, I, I did enjoy the program, even though the actual technique didn't quite hit. I did enjoy watching them. So That is true. And also, I quite enjoyed uh, watching <laughs> our lovely dance team from China, Chen and Sun, who skated to more by Usher. And I just, I couldn't do it. But so I do love this song though, but it's also just so eighth grade me. It's cringe at the same time. The remix, I was like, is this Josh Groban? <laughs> I couldn't even tell that it was Usher until actual oh, Usher came Josh on. Groban. Imagine Josh Groban actually covering this though. What a what a crossover. And Sheeran is gone from the party. It's all about Josh Groban now. In our, uh, gosh, uh, Women in Paris episode, Ed Sheeran made it special appearance here it's josh Made i mean he frequently appearance. appears at skating events but <laughs> that's true that's very very true but they did remarkably better in their key points they got a yes yes no yes uh they have relocated to canada to train with the i am group and so good on them very nice straight lift level four and level four twizzles to open but I really couldn't just, I couldn't get over this more by Usher. I mean, it's just eighth grade me. At least it wasn't Oh My God by Usher because oh, that no. was my ringtone. Not ringtone, sorry. My alarm. It was my alarm for like a good year because. Imagine waking up to that. Yeah. Imagine waking <laughs> up to it. It's um, it's traumatic. I can't even stand the low dulcet tones of my iPhone ringing. So can't imagine what it would be like to. Maybe that's why I can't wake up. Maybe I should change my morning routine. Don't. It, by the way, it wasn't even on an iPhone. It was like on a Sony Ericsson oh, that no. held like two songs. We'll, we'll leave the pick, okay. don't pick up the phone and then the last episode. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyways, uh, 
midline step, only level one here. Both of them level two pattern step. But I really like these costumes, especially his costume. I feel like American pairs men should take note. Not that obviously pairs and dance are the same thing, but his costume is very nice. Very nice. A lot of notes should be taken <laughs> when it comes to costumes. Um, I feel like especially with our eighth place finishes, and that is Katarina Mueller and Tim oh God, Deke. What is happening? Who skated the rhythm dance was so it's the Joker and Harley Quinn, but then I was like, why does every Harley Quinn costume have to just be so terrible? I I, I I'm sorry, Katarina, but I just it didn't really hit with me. Oh my gosh. I mean, these two are a little bit out there quite frequently. However, this was just way yes. too out there for me. Let's save it for the gala. And I never say that because I love to see creative programs. I never tell people to save it for the gala. Like, I'm just not That's that true. person. But like this really, I just can't save it for the gala. <laughs> Please. I mean, they had the spoken word of, I'm just going to hurt you. Oh god, really, no. really bad. Disgusting. And I'm like, Ooh, really. And Tim was mouthing Timothy. it. Timothy. I, like, I don't even oh. know if Tim stands for Timothy, but And also, did he have fake tattoos on his chest? Yes. And then also, is he allowed to like fall slash slide like that in the final? I can't even remember what it was. But anyway, I, I was watching Tim more than I was Katarina just because he was very <laughs> jokerish. And I was a bit save this for halloween no more joker programs folks no more unless your name is josephine taligard then you can skate to joker all you want but yes, that's the only absolutely. exception i'll make um sh they looked visibly upset at their score in the rhythm dance she was like laughing very nervously and he was like Ugh. i was like okay all right folks whatever <laughs> Um, and then full-on whiplash to our whitney houston medley for the free dance Going from like Toxic by Britney Spears and Seven Nation Army straight into Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You and Queen of the Night by Alexandra Burke and Run to You. I do love Whitney Houston. I know, it's great. But uh, the music cuts are so weird again. Why? It doesn't need to be weird like this. Ice dance and then music cuts. Maybe for them. They're, they're, again, they're always a little bit offbeat, which I have always appreciated in the past, but I just think that this is a little too much. <sighs> Anyways, uh, their twizzles, especially his twizzles, are really wild and out, um, especially in the free dance, I feel like, but also in the rhythm dance. Um, the music cuts, again, were really weird. <laughs> I don't know. I've always never, I've never been one of those people that has been like, save it for the gala. But I think that they have just tipped me over the edge here. <laughs> that That's a lot. I mean, well done to them because that, that takes something special. Very forgiving person. That is very true. And who we have in seventh is Caroline Susis and Shane Fierce skating to what's love got to do, got to do. Okay, to be honest, I actually really like that for the Midnight Blues. I think it's a great song choice. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoy their song choice. I don't think that they bring quite enough personality to it, um, which is a shame because it is a great song choice. But I really do enjoy them. Um, I, again, unfortunately, just like their last Grand Prix assignment, uh, not a lot of improvement here. Yeah, not a ton of improvement, which I think they were not not very pleased with. Yeah, Loss only got one key point. Patent Step... Caroline got level one, Shane got level two, very slow and out of sync in the twizzles where they only got level three. So a lot of points left on the table here. 
And also, does Shane have to wear a necktie? I mean, I like how it matches Caroline's skirt fringe color, but I'm really not sure about the necktie, to be honest. We saw a very good necktie in Mambo Italiano in the Paris events, so this necktie unfortunately does fall a little short. Tina Turner, would you wear a necktie? Just saying. Let's ask Miss Tina. <laughs> Ma'am, with all due respect, would she wear a necktie? <laughs> I don't think I can even formulate words around Tina Turner. <laughs> Uh, but they did skate their free dance to Here Encore and La Boheme, which is a great soundtrack. Yes, they did improve by a couple points compared to their performance at Skate America, which is better. But there, I just don't think there's just enough charisma here. Yeah, I just need to. I just think they need to really turn up the personality. Very much so. Very much so. Okay, and in sixth place we have a lot of personality. <laughs> a lot of personality. And that is Eugenia Lopareva and Jeffrey Brissot representing France. I really just have to say that she's wearing the shirt that I wore in ballet to keep my Legit. arms warm, but not to ruin the lines on my trunk that boomers hate. Every time I would wear the shirt, some boomer would comment on it because it's cropped at the clavicles, but has long sleeves. <laughs> Every time I would wear this in ballet, some boomer would have to comment on it. I mean, but it make it makes sense. But also, you know, Caroline Green wears something very similar for her free dance. Not very similar, but like the cut's similar. This just looks crappy. It's <laughs> so much. It's very Forever Twenty One. His outfit as well, also Forever Twenty One. This whole rhythm dance is just. Let's start off with the song selections, shall we? And it will probably uh, explain a lot of things. So they start with the next episode by Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. Good song. Great song. Then they go into Killing Me Softly with his song by Fugees. Is that even how you pronounce it? Also a good song. And then they finish with Jump Around by House of Pain. Excellent song as well. I love the songs. I do not love them skating to these songs. And I don't love the choreo also. I was so surprised that people were into this because it is so stereotypical and appropriated. Let's get some hip hop choreographers on this, please, because I just it was I I could barely watch it. Yeah. And also, why does Jeffrey have one glove on? You're not skating to Michael Jackson. I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't even really want to talk about it. Just, I, these are such good songs, but the movement is so stereotyped and tokenized. I can't I can't do it. And they're so into it, which I think maybe makes it a little worse. I'm not sure. No, it definitely makes it a little worse. And then by the end, when Jump Around comes on, I was like, no, not Jump Around, please. Don't, don't ruin this song for me as well. Like, I'm sad. Uh, and their free dance, actually a big improvement on the rhythm dance, <laughs> mostly because I could barely watch the rhythm dance um <laughs> so the choreography but anyways uh there were small mistakes here and there they scored fifth which was higher than green and parsons and as a green and parsons stand that does make me very sad however i do understand because green and parsons made a big mistake whereas these two only made small mistakes here and there actually quite good big big improvement over the rhythm dance so glad to see it look i'm i'm pretty sure that there's anything that they do would be an improvement from that rhythm dance Oh my gosh. I mean, I just... the music was lovely as well, so that definitely that definitely helped things out. That does The acoustics does not lend well to rap though. It was so echoey. How do they even hit any of those beats? Oh, I agree. Also, I know we'll get to them in a bit, but Gabby and Guillaume's Made to Love sounds so tinny. 
over the stadium oh, speakers. Oh, yeah, it does. It's the acoustics. 100%. It's the rink acoustics. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, gosh. Our fifth oh, place finishers. No. Faves, faves. But very unfortunate. Perfect up until literally the last moment. Uh, Caroline Green and Michael Parsons from the U.S. Uh, my favorite Janet Jackson medley yes. of the season. Ahem. It's just <laughs> so good. So we've spoken about um, and mentioned how Caitlin Weaver especially notes how a lot of dancers this season, rhythm dancers this season, toe the line or go over the line of far over the line problematic things like cultural appropriation and just just take yeah not having it tasteful caroline green and michael parsons keep it tasteful (laughs) these two programs are just masterful like i can't even tell you the last time i adored a set of dance programs Mm -hmm. as much as these two like exactly i love it i I love them so much packaged so well i'm really really liking the direction these two have taken this season such a shame about the fall in the free dance though such a shame it's definitely a freak accident but let's let's get into the rhythm dance first a solid set of twizzles to open level four they hit three out of the four key points a yes yes no yes both uh caroline and michael got level threes in their pattern step and as well as in the midline in step. The midline step. Well done. Times three. The key points, pattern and midline. Not a lot of teams did that. No, definitely not. I just love this rhythm dance. It's just so well put together. The costumes are great. They both look great in them. Great choreography too. Oh my gosh, so good. And the free dance, absolutely phenomenal. Like I didn't think I could like anything more than the rhythm Same. dance, but their free dance really hits it out of the park. I however, last episode I said that her dress kind of bugs me a little bit and I couldn't figure out what it was however I figured out what it was here it reminds me and this is a very niche thing so I'm sure that the dress is a big hit elsewhere but it looks like it comes from this one very specific Gymshark ombre collection (laughs) (laughs) and I've watched way too many Gymshark hauls to not um associated with that so nothing wrong with the dress itself just a me thing and not a her thing (laughs) as soon as you mentioned Gymshark it just, everything clicks. Everything clicks. Right. right. I told Ugh. you. I'm telling you. I think the cut of it's fine. It's just the tie-dye that I'm, like, not a fan of. Anyway. Yeah, just it's it's just ombre in this very specific Gymshark way that I don't think so true. you'll understand. Unless you know Gymshark. Unless you know Gymshark like one. Of, it's like the butterfly butt pants, like, that everyone thinks. Oh, yes. it, no. yeah. Anyway. So, okay, we've seen this dance before. I still think it's a choreographic masterpiece. I think it's a master of a program. I think it. Oh, it's so good. I think it belongs in a museum. It's so. I I love it so much. I think it's perfect. Um, unfortunately, coming out of their curve lift level three and curve lift level four, Caroline caught her heel on the way out, and she went down. And I think they also got an extended lift call on that. So overall, they got two points deducted which sucks and it just made it all the I don't know it made the made it all the more bittersweet when at the end Michael was all smiley and he was like don't worry like it happens and oh we love supportive partners but like yes we get how it's you know disappointing and when the scores came up they scored 102.66 here which is 12 points off of what they scored in Skate Canada which is 
That's a bummer. So unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, we know that they can do so much better. They know they can do so much better. This is just a freak accident. But still, these programs belong in the Olympics. They also belong in museums. Thank you very much, Caroline Green and Michael Parsons, for giving us these. Because I just, I love them so I much. Agree. I love them so much. Oh, I don't know who I want to take that last I know. American dance spot at the Olympics. Like, I love Hawaii and Baker, and they are just chronically underappreciated yes. and underscored. But, like, these two and these programs, how can I not want these programs to go to the Olympics? I I toss and turn every night over this. I really, really do. No, you don't. I, that's true. You don't lose any sleep. You go right to sleep. <laughs> that's actually a lie. I take a long time to get to sleep. Although I, I can I can stay asleep. I just take a long time to get to sleep. It, it travels through my mind with my like 10 million thoughts. But I just love these programs so much. I love them so much. Big stan of them. You know who else I love oh, and you know God. I love them. Our fourth place finishers. Oh, I love them. I adore them. Wong and Liu from China. I truly love them. Oh, I love them so much as well. And they've improved. We love some growth and development. Oh my gosh. Okay, this Elvis Presley medley is so much more tolerable than other rhythm dances. Yes. So much more tolerable. And it's smart. It is smart It's too. really, really smart. It's it's exactly like um it's exactly like Olivia Smart and Adrian Diaz using Proud Mary for their rhythm dance. Yes, this is not yes. one song, it's a medley. But Elvis, but it works. It works. So well. Elvis's music lends itself really well to this year's rhythms, both the hip hop and the blues versions. Although Elvis is not hip hop, but the rhythms. Yes, the rhythms are hip hop. Yes. Um, yes, and Shuye looks hot to trot. Her in that blue number, she is on. Oh, fire. They both look good. She's wearing breakup blue. It's very good breakup blue. Um, however, I do have a, a bone to pick, as I always do with costumes. Um, he's wearing this really rad-looking leather vest number with pleather pants, but they're a slightly different material and shade of black leather, and that bothers me so much. <laughs> I did notice that as well. Both of us are very particular about fabrics, like very particular. It really bothers me, as I sit here with my closet full of black lululemon aligns covered in dog hair but hey at <laughs> least it's not wool i can't stand at least wool. Not wool. i and it's a good dog She's exactly a dog. it's lululemon and it's comfortable i will take that over like a <laughs> wool sweater any any single day me and my Anyways. sensory issues anyway they unfortunately lost a few levels um, here in the oh, pattern step, only level one from both of them. Midline step. Midline step as well. Only level one. So definitely a lot of points left on the table. But they did thoroughly enjoy the program, as did I watching it. Shinyu loves the program so much that he gave a little audible woo at the end. We love it. <laughs> so cute. I, so cute. They have come so far. Um, not only in their packaging presentation as a whole but their ability to express outwardly and that makes such a difference it truly truly does and I'm also so happy with their free dance choice for this season it's to Kung Fu Piano Cello Ascends performed by the Piano Guys not exactly loving the Kung Fu Piano name given that we just went through this whole thing about like the Kung Flu and it just gives me a little bit of a twitch um, hearing that however Imagine this program at the Olympics. Oh, gosh. Imagine. I think it will fly so well. 
they would bring down the house and look at these costumes They're they stunning. look stunning he has a gold sparkly belt like excuse i don't know if it's a real belt or if it's just like a I don't care. It's printed lovely. on one but it's it's good nevertheless we love them paying homage to their culture in a lovely modern way the costumes are gorgeous they managed to not lose as many levels here although she is still one footstep still a level one sweetie come on it's okay okay. i i have i have faith that they'll get it together yeah but apart from some technical things they did really well i really enjoyed this skate and the crowd appreciates it too they were really really clapping them on and encouraging them which was so nice to hear and see oh this was such a good crowd there were only like 17 people in it but those 17 people were really giving it exactly so they did end up fourth. I was very happy, but maybe not so much at the expense of Green and Parsons. But I mean, if there was ever a team to overtake them, this, yeah. this would be my choice. I, I completely agree. And let's move on to our podium finishes. In third place, we have Alexandra Stepanova and Ivan Bukin. It is their first competition of this season. And boy, have I been waiting for this. I love them. Oh my goodness. And Backstreet Boys. This is... Tell me this program, this rhythm dance, does not scream Ivan Buchan on TikTok. <laughs> we have traversed two generations of teen heartthrobs here. We yes. have Backstreet Boys, and then we have Justin Bieber and Shawn Mendes. Although that is maybe three generations because are Shawn oh, Mendes yikes. and Justin Bieber the same generation or are they different? I feel like they could be the same generation. Could they? Yeah. Like Justin came along way before Shawn did. True. That's true. Anyway. Anyways. It's transcendent is what it is. It's transcendent. Uh, so they skated to Everybody, a remix by the Backstreet Boys and Monster by Shawn Mendes and Justin Bieber. Oh, God, the music cuts, though. Oh, God, they're horrendous. <laughs> oh, no, they're really bad. They're horrendous. But only Sasha Stepanova can make boy leg cut um, shorts look good. Oh, yeah, I definitely can't do that. Not a skill I have. Um, a skill they do have is hitting three out of four of their key points. Very nice. Patent step. Sasha got a level two. Ivan got a level three. They also got level two for their midline step. So I was here for the dubstep kind of part of the Backstreet Boys Everybody remix. And you know, it's <laughs> it kind of gave me a headache. It did give me a headache, but you know that Vanya is bloody loving this. The TikTok king of skating. If you haven't watched his TikToks, go ahead. They're actually like... They're quite good and quite funny. Really entertaining. They are. Um, But pretty good job for them. Not bad at all, especially since the last time we saw them properly was at Worlds and that rhythm dance was very, very messy. Um, It also kind of didn't help them out that they skated after uh, Gabby and Guillaume here. It kind of made them look a little sluggish. However, they did score 81.47 in the rhythm dance and it was, I don't think... I think in interviews after, they said that they weren't extremely happy with how they skated, that they could do certain things better. But first outing for this, first competitive outing for this season, and it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. Um, Definitely, you can tell the difference, especially since in these top three teams, it was very tight. They were all so skilled, but you could really tell the difference um, with their speed here and their ice coverage. Um, And then in their free dance... Um, it went from we have a map of the piano to a Romeo and Juliet medley. And um, the Romeo and Juliet came on very suddenly with the spoken word vocals. Yes. When I saw the music 
choices on paper, I was like, oh, okay. I really like this for them. I feel like I, I hadn't heard um, We Have a Map of the Piano by Mum before. Um, but I was like, oh, Romeo and Juliet. I feel like this is a great vehicle for them. It suits their imagery very, very well. So I really like this. And then that Romeo and Juliet bit was a little weird in in the sense that... It was a little weird. Yeah, like a time for us is lovely, but then the kind of singing of it wasn't a huge fan. However, I was actually quite a big fan of We Have a Map of the Piano. It was this very contemporary nature piece. It suits their style really, really well. And I kind of get that it could get a little bit bland if it was if the whole four minutes of the free dance was just that piece of music, but I really like it. Like I would play this on Spotify. It's very new age contemporary. I agree. Um, But just pairing the words piano and mum next to one another, it was kind of like, you should practice your piano. Stop. (laughs) Love in like in parentheses. (laughs) Love from your immigrant parent, mum. Absolute truth. But I love the costumes here for both of them. Uh, Sasha was in a lovely peach. Vanya was in a lovely maroon. They go very well together. Good, good color matching. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, yeah, very nice. I also really enjoy his. Uh, gosh, how do how do we describe this? Like mesh, violet, purple, V neck. Yeah. Thing. No, I get I what you mean. The kind nice. of like there was this shoulder neck bit it wasn't a shoulder pad it was kind of like a neck thing but um then a v mesh bit y'all go go look at the pictures i don't know it vibes it vibes um they had a stunning straight line lift uh ivan was in a teapot slash shoot the duck position terms change depending on where you are in the world um really wild awesome and yeah, I, I really like this fruit dance for them. I think it covers their shortcomings really well. It paints them in a really good light, which is good for an Olympic season. Great vehicle, great packaging, and a lot cleaner than they were last season. Yes, if there is ever a team to sell me a Romeo and Juliet program, it would definitely be these two. Um, the top three were just so phenomenal that little things just kind of stuck out here. I think what stuck out to me was that the rotation, the rotational speed on the Twizzles was a little slow, um, could use a little bit more ice coverage as well. But again, lovely. I can see them improving this program over time because it's just little things here and there. For sure. And I can't wait to see them improve because... These programs, I think, suit them very, very well. And depending on how other Russian team, Russian dance teams go this season, which so far the other two main contenders for the three Olympic spots, they aren't having great seasons so far in terms of injury and illness. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, we have also yet again seen Madison Huffle and Zachary Donahue. Um, I feel like we've seen yes, them a lot. Yes, we have. Now, but I feel like it as well. Uh, maybe it's just the uh, the lots of Janet Jackson because true. Green and Parsons should have true, another true. Janet Jackson medley here. But I do prefer Green and Parsons to this one. But this one is also also pretty great. It's um, growing on me. It really is. It is. It is. I really like Maddie's costume and her hair. It's fantastic. Yes, I could never do that hair because I don't have a lot of hair. But it's not really a braid, is it? It's very kind of very two thousands esque. It's like a twist. twist. I yeah. love it though. Great. Very good. Very good. Um, just like they always skate, uh, very, very clean here. 
good ice coverage, fantastic. Just not not quite as great as Papadakis and Cicerone. Yeah. Not quite there yet. Not quite there yet, absolutely. But very good, really good for them. And for this free dance, I have a bone to pick with these costumes. So unlike Stepan Rambukin's free dance costumes, which were very well matched in terms of color shades, this purple that Maddie has on and the maroon that Ugh. Zach has on, they're like, they're not, they're not quite there. I don't, I don't know what it they're is. They're not quite there. Like Maddie's purple's got a bit more blue undertone. Zach's maroon obviously has a more red undertone. And they just, they're just a little bit off. They're like a shade off. Just a little. Yeah. Also, although I do like how they're using one piece of music for their free dance that's refreshing. It's so annoying. It's so annoying when there's just like music cuts that just don't work. So thank you for, you know, using one piece of music. Is that opening straight line lift legal? I thought... Oh gosh, everyone is talking about this. So from... The bentness versus the straightness of his arms. So from what I know, which can be very dated, so... I haven't read the rule book recently, so I might just be very ignorant. And if I am, bear with me. But I thought that ice dancers can't lift over the head, like above the head, which Zach is doing. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, level four for all the lifts and level four twizzles. There was a slight bubble at the end on the choreographic lift. Um, but they did okay. Circular step level three, one foot step. Maddie got a level three. Zach got a level two. It was okay. Um, 123.11 for their free dance. I know that they can do better. I feel like they know that they can do better as well. Um, but good program for them for this season. Yes, it was It was very good. They They performed really well, just as they always do. It's just not quite at the level of Papadakis and Cicerón, which... Is a hard level to reach. No, no one quite gets there. So, but again, very, very good set of programs for them. I'm not the biggest fan of the free dance, but I am a big fan of the rhythm dance. Janet, Janet's great. Janet's really just carrying it. Um, but speaking of Papadakis and Cicerón, it's been the long-awaited return of Gabriella Papadakis and Guillaume Cicerón to competitive ice, and boy, did they make a statement. Oh my gosh, the first five seconds of the rhythm dance, I died. The flow, the speed, the ice coverage, and the rest of it. Uh, the whacking and the voguing. So like, oh my God, I love whacking and voguing. Hello, this is called <laughs> getting good. the right choreographers hired, doing tasteful things for this chosen rhythm for this season. Oh, it's oh. amazing. The first five seconds, I was like, that's it. It's over. Exactly. And the event. Olympic gold medal material. This rhythm dance truly is 100 a million percent Olympic gold medal material. The opening, like you said, is just so fantastic. Made to Love is such a great choice of song for this rhythm dance. The twizzles to the music. It's just so good. So good. And I for the it. pattern step, Guillaume Cizeron is the only person who got level four for the entire event. Wow. Come through. I mean, if there was ever a person to get a level four. Exactly. They got six tens in PCS. Not the best that they could do. There were a few levels missing um, in the pattern step and the midline, but still fabulous. I think this is a lot of people have been raving about this rhythm dance. And for, for good reason, the smallest bone I have to pick 
is the music transition between Made to Love and You Move, I Move, but it might be growing on me. Don't hate me. It might be growing on me. It's okay. I, I don't mind yeah. it. It's, it's not the that, worst music cut we've seen, let's be honest. That is very, very true. Uh, for the for the free dance, they skated to Foray, who I love. And an elegy, which I also love. Great. Yes. Great choice of music. I'm not a fan of the bright red shirt, though. Oh, yeah. I it guess. was distracting. It's okay. He has time to change it. Yeah. Like, I... I've, we have the rest of this. I wrote down in my notes, like, it looks like he just lost his luggage coming into Italy and found a spare bit of fabric and, like, some spare stones laying around from maybe Maddie's mom who bought her sewing kit or maybe Ed Sheeran who was still in the building. You know, who knows? And he was just like, oh, let me just chuck a few stones on my shoulder. Meanwhile, Gabby looks like a million bucks. Oh, she looks amazing. She looks stunning. And then Guillaume's in just, like, this... Alexandra Trusova color hair shirt. So, oh no. Anyway, but no Tina Trusova on the costume, and that's where he loses. <laughs> no, no newspaper. No names of Sasha Trusova's like no five dogs or seven. Who knows how many <laughs> she has? But again, one footstep sequence. Gabby got a uh, a level three. Guillaume comes through with the only level four of the event yet again. Yes. Uh, yet again, truly, their speed, their flow, their transitions, their sync, I just... It's unmatched. Everything. They're everything. really on another level. They really are. I don't even know what to say. And this program is just beautiful. It's it's, it's just beautiful. Um, we saw a lot of 10s yes. in the scores, which I mean, very valid. Very valid. Nine tens, very valid. And because it's all across the news, we have to mention, so there's this bloody judge whose name i can't even remember and doesn't really deserve to be remembered who who oh, was just no, so discriminatory against guillaume Cizeron. and like oh it was it's just truly awful and so guillaume just comes out and just goes you know what i'm gonna skate and prove everyone wrong and in the slow-mo uh yes we can see that you know because guillaume's gay he can't express true love and because he's gay and can't hide that he's gay, it's, you know, his expression is cold. And yeah, yeah, oh Mr. Oh, no, I have his name here. Mr. Alexander Vedenin. Vedenin, you blithering idiot. Are you joking? You can clearly see. <laughs> Seriously, the worst. You are the worst. You can clearly see in the whole program, in the slow-mos, that your opinion is absolutely wrong. Like, shut up. Yes. I mean... Guillaume, first of all, connections in dance do not have to be romantic no. to sell a program, first of all. And, and non-romantic programs always get scored low, which is a damn shame and, and also an issue. But also, like, what happens with the brother and sister combos? Like, come on, weirdo. They always score them low. Um, however, it's not like he doesn't, he can't sell a romantic program either because he's very good at what he does. So, you know what? And because he's yeah. human. He can love and express emotion. Apparently, those are yep. reserved for straight, heteronormative, cis people. Weirdo. And programs. Anyway. Anyways. So the message of the story is go pick up Guy's bi- autobiography called Ma Plus Belle Victoire. So go do that. Give him some money. I don't know what that means, but I think you should buy it. My, my most beautiful victory is what it means. Oh, well, there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, God, do we have to do this? <laughs> yes, we're done with ice dance. 
and now we're moving on to men. And every single week... We just prolong dance, even though neither of us are ice dancers, and we just kind of... (laughs) talk i know and every and every single week you will hear joss go do we have to and i'm sitting on the other side going unfortunately we do unfortunately we do and also i very much feel you know joss's sentiment all right why do the men have to do this every single bloody week every week they do this to us they fray our nerves they do even a different a whole new field they're just like you know what We're, we're just gonna be consistent in our chaos like why I would like to keep my heart rate consistent, please. I already have enough anxiety issues. Thank you very much. All right. Let's start with our friend, Paul Fence, (laughs) the owner of the Pockets meme. However, Han Yen should really be the owner of the Pockets meme. Um, Unfortunately, he had to withdraw from the free skate, uh, but he did participate in the short program, which he skated to Wire to Wire by Razor Light. Um, It was not good. Um, The opening toe, I think, was probably supposed to be a quad toe but ended up being a triple yeah um he fell on his triple axle a big old forward lean on his triple lutz but did manage to tack on a, a double toe and his spins are just so slow like is he even just rotating two falls in a short program is always super super hard to super hard to take um all i could think of was you know maybe if he finally gets married his luck will turn around for him you know maybe putting it off is really giving him all the bad juju (laughs) he just he kept delaying his wedding because he wanted to participate in another olympics and my friend (sighs) poor paul uh withdrew from the free program but hopefully whatever it was that had him withdrawing improves for his next appearance Let's move to our 11th place finisher, Gabrielle Frangipani. So we missed out on seeing Gabrielle in World Team Trophy last season. And oh, is this boy a performer? Very charismatic, great dancer and has great presence on the ice. Unfortunately, he's a big yeeter into his jumps. Um, <laughs> truly a yeeter, truly like, a yeeter. like many Italian men. Yes, but... Um, we do have to mention that there were reports coming into this Grand Prix that Gabrielle has been dealing with a minor injury. Uh, according to anything GOE um, on Twitter, it might have gotten worse or like it's not, it's actually more serious injury. However, it was really nice and refreshing to see him skate this week, even though his technical performance wasn't so great. Yes. Uh, he, however, was wearing a mesh shirt under a blazer. He is ready for Harry Styles' love on tour. Ooh. Very ready. Look, he was delivering on the costume front. Absolutely. Yeah, he has a big personality, yes. too, which I enjoy. However, Mr. Frangipani, skating in the short program to Wild by John Legend and Gary Clark Jr., why are you wearing a hair tie on your wrist like a girl at her year 10 formal or if you're in america like homecoming and like me every day it's you're not my best friend wore a hair tie on her wrist to my wedding when she was in my wedding party and i was like you know what practical it's fine if you go back and look at the pictures from your wedding you will also see me with a hair tie on my (laughs) wrist like i'm sorry it's okay we have hair sometimes it needs to be up yeah but it's not like gabrielle has dennis vasilius long hair like he needs a new hair elastic, by the way. May- maybe he was saving it for tennis. You know, just keeping it safe. <laughs> he, can, he can lend him his hair tie. Ugh. But 
Anyway, so the opening quad planned quad sale was popped into a triple sale. Uh, then he yeets himself into the triple axle, which was caught on the corner. <laughs> um, and then that double Lutz triple toe was wild, just like falling while skating to Fallen by Harry Styles is. Oh, no. Well, he's going to the yeah. tour already with his outfit. Yes. So. You know what? He could be a backup dancer for Harry. I feel like they'd get along very well. Anyway, but poor boy, he was so dejected after um, after that short program in the Kiss and Cry. Only scored 55.09. Uh, however, I enjoyed the performance and he definitely did. I don't You know what? I wouldn't say definitely, but he did marginally better in the free skate, which was two. It's a Peaky Blinders program. Oh, Love Peaky Blinders. He skated to Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and The Bad Seeds. Uh, Ballad of a Thin Man by Richard Hawley and I'm a Man by Black Strobe. We need more Peaky Blinders programs. I agree. Janet Jackson and Peaky Blinders. The two genders. Well, that means I (laughs) inhabit both genders. As some folks do, which is fantastic. As some folks do, truly. Um, We have Sherlock and now we need more Peaky Blinders. So come through. Yes. Okay. Oh, God, this program. Okay, there was a quad sal, and then everything just kind of went downhill from there. Bless him. After that quad sal, it was just like, oh, okay, we're good. We don't need to keep our shit together. We're done. We don't need anything else. He looked very winded. I, I think it's maybe just because, like, he fell so much. It really kind of takes it out of you. Not even the falling. It's just the yeetage. That's true. It's a lot of energy that's being expended there. There's not also not a lot of transitions in his skating. Very crossover heavy. Yeah, it was kind of all coming undone towards the back half of the program. Yes, it was. I want to see more of him, though. I hope he sticks around for the next quad. I do, too. He's fun. He's fun. We'll just dial it in a little bit. <laughs> yes, clean things up a little. But yes, he ended up in 11th place. All right, let's move on to our 10th place finisher, and that is the youngin Chen Yudong. You know, I really do like him, but Han Yan. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Don't even, don't sorry, even apologize on that front, because I am with you. Chen is young, though. He's only 17. Um, I, I don't think he matches Yan Han in any way, shape, or form in terms of PCS. However, he's up and coming. I think he's got some nice quality to it's him. It's true. He's got so much time. Yeah. Needs work on consistency and, you know, PCS, especially in that free program. Um, but nice jump technique, except for that axle. The triple axle is just... <laughs> what is into this entry? I don't know, man. The, that that entry is as long as Paul Fence's wedding planning. It just, it goes on and on and on. It's, you know, Ashley Wagner had a shorter axle lead in and that was already super long. So I don't know what's going on here. It's already long. It's like hip, 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 chin, chin, chin. Hip, 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 hip. <laughs> Instead of hip, hip, chin, chin. Yes, <laughs> FYI. If, if y'all weren't uh, already informed. And this Grand Budapest Hotel free skate. I watched this um, movie recently which and it's really good. But why are we going with this blue and white shirt deal? Like, it's not, doesn't fit the theme <laughs> at all. It's a little yeah. weird. Like that axle lead-in. That needs fixing. Like that, uh, axles were just yeah. a big struggle for him. The quad's also not there for him. And then he was also, like Gabriella, 
very gassed at the end. And it was like he was half asking the choreo at the end, kind of like half gave up. Conditioning, boys. Conditioning. We don't need you to be like Makar Ignatov last season at Russian um, test games. (laughs) That's like the epitome of struggle street. Anyway, got some promise in him. Keen to see him uh, grow and develop. That's like my two favorite words, apparently, um, (laughs) for these episodes in the next quad. Somebody who uh, also needs a lot of work and isn't in the best shape is Dimitri Aliyev. Oh, no. My fave. Dima. First and foremost, this bright ocean blue top does not fit. The cowl neck. We need to leave cowl necks in 2011. It doesn't fit the music. Also, another thing that's etched in my memory, because Tessa and Scott skated to this, and Tessa had this, like, lovely, how would you call it? Like, I don't know, like, beige, creamy dress going on. Like, a little bit of brown undertones to it as well. And then Dima steps out in this bright ocean blue, and I'm like, whoa. Including the gloves. I'm like, this is a lot. (laughs) He also um, had this very interesting interview where he was super vague about the situation in which he is skating like this. And I was like, I don't quite remember the words that he said, but I was like, this is weird. It sounds ominous. Yeah, he said, uh, there are reasons why I am in this shape. I don't want to talk about them openly and publicly. I simply admit that I was defeated today. And then he goes on to say, I will say that I did not think that I would face such a situation as I have, as I am now. I won't call it a crime, but it just unsettles me. Like, what the fuck? Are there aliens? Like, what's happening? I, what is going on, Dima? What's happening? Are we in a one season Netflix thriller? Like, what are we talking about here? Is this a true, well, should we be doing a true crime podcast about Dima Aliyev's life? Tr- we, we, we veered into another genre here. I don't know what's happening. And then poor boy, after like the whole competition, he goes and says, I'm very ashamed that the team that works with me sees me like this. But on the other hand, I'm grateful for them for helping and supporting me. What's going on, Dima? What's happening? We're in a Netflix thriller. One season. Didn't get renewed for season two. So no one actually knows what's happening. Truly baffled. Really baffled. But also, like, he did not skate well here. No, I don't know what's happening. I mean, no one. It just seems like no one knows what's happening. But none of the jumps went well for him. He stumbled on a twizzle, lost levels. Double jumps, popped them. Double, yeah, double jumps. Uh, again with the Lutz. I mean, okay, so the Lutz, at least it was a good attempt. Like, good on him for putting himself out there and doing it. He needs to be doing it. Got called under both programs. Fell in both programs, although the free skate Lutz looked, quad Lutz looked a bit better than the short program. Then it was supposed to be a quad toe, triple toe, and he tripped does a triple toe triple toe for both programs why and then with his conditioning the the step sequence and the final spin you're so gassed and he was so early in the music for the free skate like bless you oh yeah but anthony hopkins did not compose that masterpiece for you to be that early just saying no no but who knows what's happening in his life who knows well we just hope you know, things work out soon, please. And whatever it is goes away, especially if it's aliens. <laughs> Ooh, spooky. 
<laughs> who knows? Who knows? All right, let's move on to his compatriot. In eighth place is Piotr Gumenic with really interesting hobbies. So his hobbies listed in his ISU bio are biology, bioinformatics, bicycling, journeys, and stock market. Wow. <laughs> I feel like Piotr and I would get on really well. <laughs> I was going to say it couldn't be me, but could definitely be you. <laughs> Oh, okay, so this short program to Leave a Light On by Tom Walker, great music choice, as we have heard before. Also, we had the stadium announcer saying Piotr's name correctly. Oh, love And it. also, he's been saying all the names very well, or at least trying to do so very well. So, big plus, even the East Asian names. So, Parabens, thank yes. you. But then, what is Piotr wearing? Oh, gosh. And also, why don't I hate it? It's like... The sleeve kept like scrunching up by yeah. the shoulder because it looked almost like crocheted. And I was like, this is very DIY. He looks like an emo bird's nest. Emo bird's nest. But in like a good way, like not even, not in an awful way, if that's even possible. No, it's not. It's not a bad costume. It's just there's a lot happening. It's very angsty. As as, as he is. is. Uh, not a great short program. Does a lovely quad sound triple toe to open then falls on the quad toe, holds on to the triple axle, and then scores 76.81. So, like, not awful. Not great either. Not awful, but not great. No. Um, and then his free skate to Spartacus. Very dramatic. Also very dramatic short program. Like his friend Makar, but also not like his friend Makar. But Piotr always has very... Do you remember last season? He had this Phantom of the Opera and he had fucking wings on the back of his costume. Oh, was yeah. this, that was I last season, that. yeah. He had, the, he had the wings, which I actually kind of loved that, um, uh, that costume. Also, for this costume, I'll accept it. This is like a new age Spartacus costume and it's, it's not awful. He's got this short sleeve thing going on and then like... A big old neck piece thing. Big old neck piece and uh, some glove gauntlets bought from... Kmart <laughs> or like from Target. It's like Spencer's yeah. middle school emo. But you know what? I'll take it. It like it suits him. <laughs> it's great. I love middle school emo. I'm still in my middle school emo phase. Never grew out of it. Um, but really I had a ton of hope for this free skate, but if men have taught me anything, it's not to get too optimistic too quickly. Mm-hmm. He had a gorgeous opening quad toe, gorgeous quad sal, double toe, double loop. And then he fell on his quad sal and then the Lutz and the Lutz loop combo just kind of lost it after those first couple jumping passes. He was tired. I mean, good recovery for the triple Lutz, triple loop, although the loop was caught in the quarter. And then in the step sequence, level three, I was like, you are tired, good sir. Conditioning. He is tired. Much like his friend, Makar. Angst and, and, and exhaustion. And, and Dima Aliyev. And a lot of the oh. men in this free skate. A lot of them. The conditioning really isn't there. Uh, maybe they just got all affected by COVID, which is probably very true. Which is really terrible. Which is really terrible. But also, like, Dima Aliyev, don't go to a super spreader event again, please. Just saying. No. None of that. All right. Oh, oh no. We're coming up to the seventh place finisher here. Who's? Oh, I want to talk about it. I love him so much. <laughs> so this next skater has improved so much in PCS, but also manages to regress in PCS at the exact same time. And that's Jim Boyang. Um, oh, no. But also we have another third of, the, third of October birthday. We've got three 
3rd of October birthdays here at Grand Prix of Italy. He shares the same birthday as Caroline Green and Michael Parsons. And unfortunately, uh, all three of them shared not a great free skate. Oh, it's very unfortunate. Um, I really do like um, his short program, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I feel like he's going to bring the house down when he goes to the Olympics. A hundred percent. They will go nuts at this, especially during that step sequence. Oh, it's so good. And he really brings a lot of personality to it, which is great because I feel like he's just a very nice chap. (laughs) Oh my God. Very nice Very nice chap. (laughs) (laughs) I met him at Skate America and he was a very nice chap. (laughs) He's lovely. He's such a sweet boy. And... I think he does so much better when he's skating to music that, you know, he can project his enjoyment of. With yes. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I think it kind of works. Um, but then also Tainted Love was playing in the stadium oh, yeah. straight after. <laughs> and I was like, I really think he should also skate to this. I feel like he'd do very, very well it's for true. a short program. Uh, but first in the <sighs> short program, quad let's triple toe, humongous. Absolutely huge. And then quad toe after that. Very good boy. Very good boy. Very good. And unfortunately, this free skate was just a completely different story. Oh, gosh. It's Bolero again. Like, give me Spider-Man or give me death. That's all I want from this man. I mean, I understand that Spider-Man was the short program, but give me Spider-Man or give me death. I, you know what? Go back to Star Wars. Go back to Spider-Man. Although, okay, I will have to say, I actually don't mind the music. Especially the music. So he starts off by skating to Invocacion y Danza by Joaquin Rodrigo. And there's a lovely transition into Bolero. And I think, and then there's an overlay of the first piece of music with Bolero. And I think it works really well. It's not just straight Bolero. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's, it's not awful. What is awful, though, is the costume. Yeah. What is this? Is this like. Camelero costume version 605? I don't know what's going on. It's kind of like in like 2014 when all fitness influencers were wearing those leggings that had the anatomical muscle print on them. Oh god. (laughs) I feel like this is also like a new age potentially Star Wars costume that he just had lying in his closet and was just like oh I need something for my free skate. It's a little Darth Maul. Very Darth Maul which... You know what? Darth Maul would never be seen in this, to be honest. Darth Maul would never. Darth Maul is too cool for this this shirt. But also, like, what do we call this, you know, Boyang's Bolero? Which, if you say Boyang's Bolero, it just sounds like the name of a bodega. Boyang's Bolero Bodega. Oh, my God. Do, do we call it, like, Boilero? <laughs> we can't really call it Bolero. No, we can't. Because it's technically Bolero. Anyway. Not a great program. No, he went from first to seventh. Rip. Big old rippage. Quad Lutz, huge, like always, but he he flipped out of that. Then he also flipped out of the quad toe. Then he stepped out of the triple axle oiler triple sow. Just wasn't great. Really, (sighs) really wasn't great. He didn't seem too upset by it. Yeah. But he was always very happy skating to Spider-Man. So That's, take from that, that one, is, you will. That is true. <laughs> I mean, the program, the choreography in and of itself isn't bad. I just think that, you know, with all the jump mistakes, he kind of regresses and reverts back into his 
old self where it's all jumps and not a lot else exactly which makes it a hard watch yeah because when the jumps don't go well there is not a lot else exactly and when they do go well he gets excited and it comes out and he pays more attention he pays more attention to his pcs side and that lifts his marks and it's more tolerable to watch than just a lack of skating skills (sighs) i can't talk about this too much anyway the lesson is skate to music that you enjoy because it translates on the ice yes my child is also in a huge spider-man phase so boy if you're out there Whoa, you whoa. heard it here first whoa okay um somebody who definitely enjoys their music choices and just enjoys skating as a whole is none other than kazuki tomorrow oh my gosh okay first of all i thought that he was like baby shoma why have i never noticed this before they have like exactly the same silhouette and hair <laughs> however can we can we just pause and mention his uh isu bio hobbies because they are literally golden. Oh, yes, they're very good. Okay, go ahead. What are they? Uh, they're scouting vintage clothing shops, which he should probably do with KG Tanaka. Yes, I agree. And sauna bathing. These are excellent hobbies. They are very, very good hobbies. Have you ever been to one of the um, the onsens in Japan? No, great. but I would love to. We should, we'll go there. We'll go we there will. soon. Maybe we'll see Kazuki Tomono there. Maybe. Well, probably won't because it's gender barriered. However. Oh. Um, <laughs> right. About um, however, Cinema Paradiso. Oh, Brady Tunnel did show up. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. There she is. It was great. I really enjoyed it was, this. Me too. I think Nisha Gay has done a wonderful job with choreographing both the short and the free for Kazuki. I think both the short and the free for Kazuki this season beautiful especially the step sequence he gives so much facials yeah he really enjoys it it's it's such a joy to watch such a joy to watch but the shirt needs to be more fitted in the short program just saying yes i mean even the way that he exits jumps is very showmask the knees and the quads yes oh the way he saves those jumps i'm like "Mm -hmm. maybe they should skate pairs together you know i would i would watch I i would watch too Shoma can find all the velour things in the vintage clothing shop. Please no. <laughs> and Kazuki would, you know, reroute them straight back into the vintage clothes shops because, like, that's too much velour. Too much. Um, as Simon would say, not very sure-footed on the quad sal here, <laughs> but really got it together with the triple axle. Yes, lovely triple axle. And oh, we have a La La Land program, which, you know what, I'm, I'm glad that there's not an overload of La La Land programs. I feel like everyone was, like, scared of it. So I mean, there's only one valid one, and you know which one that is. <laughs> no, there's two valid ones. And, of course, it's Yanhan, because that's just Duh. golden. That's museum-worthy. And also Marin Honda. Yes. But K- Kazuki does a very good job here. I still love this music so, so, so much. And, Ladies and gents, learn about color matching from Kazuki. You know, he goes... Oh, yeah. You know, royal blue goes very well with La La Land. Must be all that vintage vintage clothing. Exactly. Shopping. Got his fashion on point. Lovely quad toe, triple toe to open. Nice quad sow. Another very nice quad toe solo. And then he fucking butchers the flying sit and he's laughing about it. Oh my God. But don't Chris Kinnear him at Kazuki. Oh, my God. 
God. Don't Chris Kinnearm it. Don't Chris Kinnearm And then he just kind of like loses it after that. He doesn't get credit for the spin, but he's just like chuckling to himself. No. And then all the jumping passes after that are like, oh God. He, he does a triple axel and it doesn't go like super well. And then he goes and pops an axel. And then he decides, oh, let's try another triple axel. And then <laughs> messes that one up too. So it becomes a triple axel repeated. Oh, no. But look at him go for it in the choreo sequence. I love it so much. It's a strength. It's a strength. He ha- He's so happy and smiley. And like he just like switches on the energy. And I'm like, this is beautiful. Great music cuts as well. And I just, I really like this program. So I can't wait for him to skate it again this GP season. Or just this season in, in, in total. Maybe it'll be a third valid La La Land program. Maybe. Kazuki. It's hard to best Hanyan and Marin Honda, though. Very, very hard. But Kazuki, the bar's been set. You know, He could do it. I, I enjoy him quite a bit. It. Yes. All right. And in fifth place, we have another fan favorite, Junwon Cha. And happy belated birthday. He turned 20 on the 21st of October. So around two weeks ago. Oh my God, he's only 20. Jeez. Still wow. a baby. Still so baby. Can we talk about this short program? Because it's magnificent. Yes, it was so good. Not baby at all. It's ma- two seconds in and I'm already loving it. Yeah. So good. Shaylin Bourne is back on her train. She's back Ho- on her game. However, did not lend him clothing. Because his costumes are very good. <laughs> Bless. Not that her wardrobe isn't good, but maybe not for figure skating costumes. I think her wardrobe can be great. Maybe she just, that that shirt that she had in her closet that she lent Nathan, maybe it was just kind of gathering dust in the corner. I mean, it looked like it, so. <laughs> Anyways, uh, quad sal, so good. And then the Lutz loop combo, fantastic. So Triple axle kind of had to um, hang on to the landing there. Um but the step sequence, so into it, so into it, so enthused. Superb, superb. Plus threes and plus fours across the board. The choreography is so great. Great music choice, great music cuts as well. But please get rid of the mannequin gloves, please. Oh, yes, mannequin gloves. Who else had them? Someone. I think Daniel Grossel had them. Oh, he definitely had them. You could definitely tell that they had mannequin hands. Anywho, Ness and Dorma for the free skate. Oh, this is a costume. This is a costume. costume. The navy blue, the metallic accents, the flowiness. Oh, I adore it. Flawless. And the sleeves as well. They Flawless. just work so well. It looks so good when he jumps. So good. Great. Oh my gosh. However, the jumps didn't really turn out well, did it? Oh no, so sad. You can you can tell that he's just not quite feeling it after the jump issues. Cause, yeah. and, and then the music is so big that you really have to feel it to skate it nicely um but you can just tell that he his heart just wasn't quite there after after all the jump issues here yeah so he fell quite hard on the opening quad toe then he popped the sow into a double then did a triple flip single toe it wasn't superbly great throughout the back half of the program but uh he managed uh, to think really quick and do a triple flip triple loop even though that loop was supposed to be on the end of that Lutz. But then he does a gorgeous inner bower, and I'm like, everything's fine. I forgive you. Great. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, he just didn't, couldn't quite get it together after that big old fall on the toe. Um, and really unfortunate because I think, 
I really like both of these programs on him, and the short program went so well. I'm just so sad that he didn't have a good free skate. But alas, it is men, so it is men. don't know what and I was expecting here. That, that's very true. However, I'm just glad that most likely we'll see these programs at the Olympics and a lot more throughout this season as well. Yes. So, yay. Thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about our friend with his big old ponytail, Dennis Vasilias, who came in fourth. You know what? I enjoy both these programs for him. I really, really do. I think he skates them very well. I love the Romeo and Juliet, especially. 100%. And it's... Okay, let's just talk about Romeo and Juliet first, because that was kind of like a highlight. It's so refreshing to have a Romeo and Juliet. All pieces of the music are by the same composer. Right. It's a classic Sergei Prokofiev. Great. And Dennis has also made Romeo with a ponytail slash man bun like canon. He just looks so much like what you'd imagine Romeo to look like. It's true. However, he needs to borrow Gabriella Frangipani's hair tie because his ponytail was just fallen out of its hair elastic. I mean, he did, you know, let his locks loose in the kiss and cry. So it's true. It's true. He Maybe did. he just fell out while I was jumping. Um, he didn't seem quite so sure about those first half, half jumps, but he has such impeccable skating skills. So the second half yeah. was very nice to watch and he really brought it. Some some men especially just don't. They kind of lose it in the second half after the first half jumps don't go well, but he is not one of them. Yes, and he's one of those skaters that even if the jumps don't go well, he delivers such a lovely all-round skating performance. Yes, and he knows that he's good. He knows. Like... The step sequence and all of that, he, him and Stefan are really, they're really, really, they're a great team. And they were so happy with his scores in the Kiss and Cry. They were like, they were up and jumping and hugging. It was really, really great to see. All spins and steps were level four. Um, like where used to sing from him. So yeah, very great Romeo and Juliet. I really like it for him. And the short program as well. I quite like this for him. I quite like this. Oh my gosh, apparently so did the audience because there were some people screaming for him. (laughs) Screaming, screaming. He looks like a samurai in his costume and ponytail. And it's not, that's not what the music is kind of um, telling us. But still, I mean, I like the look. It's, It's good. I do too. I also love that he makes pasta at home with Stefan and that they live together. Oh my God. God, that's so cute. Now I want pasta. Now I want pasta. But also what, it was such a disappointment at the end of the program. It was such a difficult step sequence. Step sequence was called as a level four. But then right at the end, there's this difficult sliding move. Oh, no. He kind of, he stumbled on it and it was called as a fall, which was disappointing. But, you know, the rest of the program was really great and... It's definitely an impactful program. Very, very mini Stefan in the best way possible. Um, we love to see that quality and skating skill and performance out there. And But also he was so cute. In the kiss and cry, he was like, I had doubts, but I pushed through. And oh. he was like, I'm so happy. I'm like, oh. Love him. This is love so him. cute. Okay, let's talk about our bronze medalist, Daniel Grossel from Italy. Everyone was so enthused about him in the audience, as well as the announcer. Really, Daniel Grossel. Like that big stadium, Madison Square Garden-esque thing. Yes, Daniel Grossel in Madison Square Gardens. Wow. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. There were signs in the audience going like, Daniel, I love you. And I'm like, wow. 
like home crowd 100% this is how you know you were skating in your home country he skates to the white crow for his short program in front of Misha Kolyada. The audacity. The audacity. I wonder what Mishan was doing. Was he like sitting there? Like, you know Misha. So Mikhail Kolyada. That's who we're talking. Misha and Mishan. Misha was sitting there just with a stone face, probably texting his wife going, oh, what's for dinner? <laughs> um, and then Mishan is probably, I can just imagine him, you know, with his beret, with a cup of tea, just eyeing down Daniel Grass or just going... Hmm. The audacity. Oh my gosh. Um, his spin position. It, there's a lot of contortion going on, but it's not yeah. aesthetically pleasing. No. Like, so that you guys I'm pretty sure you guys know what we're talking about, where he's putting his leg over his head in kind of like an upright um spin. He should really be flaring his arms out, holding his legs there. I'm just like, this is this is really awkward. But anyway, a lot of, I feel like a lot of his skating, especially the trans transitions and skating skills, is awkward in general. So, I mean, it fits the fits the brand. However, yes. really good job on the quad Lutz. Oh yeah, I guess very Quint, nice. Yeah, I guess Quint Lutz is next on the cards. <laughs> oh, no, um, no. <laughs> oh no. Yes, he's got again the mannequin gloves. Like, uh, he. Triple triple combo with a lovely toe axle and a leg wrap. Oh, I yes. don't mean actually lovely. Um, but decent triple axle as well. Skated better here than he did at Skate America, so well done there. Whole team was very very happy with the result he got for the short program. He scored a ninety five point six seven, which was the season's best. And yeah, it was a decent skate. Um, on Reddit, I do have to mention, I do not own either of these comments, but I, they, they did really resonate with Likewise, me. Likewise, yeah. Um, first of all, someone said, he is like Italian Samarin to me. And never have I heard a truer statement in my life. Apart yes. from the next commenter on Reddit, oh, that's, who oh. says he has the energy of a teenage boy on three cans of Monster. <laughs> never have I ever heard a truer statement. When you send that to me, I I lost it. It's so true. So true. A teenage boy in three cans of monster headed to the skate park. Yeah, with um with a Mountain Dew in hand as well. <laughs> Mountain Dew. You know we're not wrong, guys. And corn you know nuts. We're not wrong. Oh gosh. Ranch flavor corn nuts and a Mountain Dew. I love ranch flavor corn nuts, by the way. It's such a brand. Well, <laughs> such a brand. Anyway. Yeah, let's do the free skate, Interstellar, yes. which is such a good soundtrack, by the way. Great soundtrack. However, what is the end? What's this <laughs> vocal part? This is not in Interstellar. When when we mean soundtrack, we don't mean the version with all the pop singers on there. That's not the soundtrack. That's like the accompanying, you know, commercial thing. Sigh. Like, the movie makes me cry. And somehow this choreography and the vocal part is also making me cry in that it's bad. It is true. However, the jumps weren't bad for him. They went pretty well. The Lutz again was pretty great to open. Um, There was also a quad flip. Um, followed up with quite a few jumps called on the quarter. There was a quad loop Euler triple sal combo. The loop was called on the quarter. We also had a triple axle called on the quarter as well as a flip loop combo. And the loop was called on the quarter. So definitely some rotational issues there. I mean, the, the quad loop though, I thought it was a triple loop to start off with. So 
get on those quints, man. Get on those quints. Get, get on the quints. <laughs> I mean, good job. Technique, again, not my favorite, but he pulls them off. So, I mean, for some reason, his quads do look better than his triples, which are interesting. The mystery. Much like Dima of the mystery. Where are the aliens? Where, Where are the... A- interstellar. <laughs> it's the interstellar. Show. Interstellar. There we go. Um, all spins were a level three. Step sequence was a level two. So you can tell where his strengths lie. Um, but yeah, still, this the whole vocal part really baffles me. Like, this isn't interstellar. Hans Zimmer would be mad. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let's move on to our silver medalist and probably watching in quite a disgruntled manner, <laughs> Misha Kolyada from Russia. Um, watching the White Crow, by the way, in a disgruntled manner. Yes. Because how could anyone have the audacity after the beauty of that program last season? Although he does skate Schindler's List this season and Jason is skating Schindler's List. So maybe he just needed to needed a one-up there. Yeah, but also, like, I still think... Anyway, we'll talk about that when we get to Schindler's List. But this short program to The Nutcracker by Tchaikovsky, choreographed by Ilya Arabok. I'm glad he's gone to The Nutcracker. I was so disappointed when he decided to do Caruso, of all things. Yes. Yes. Anyway, like, so there's been a lot of commentary about this choreography being generic and not really, as we know, Misha can do things. But this costume is so on point. It's a good I one. love it. It needs a little more sparkle, in my opinion. Really? I really want just like a noble coat moment, like an Animal Crossing. I think <gasps> we've discussed this before, but it needs a noble, noble coat, coat moment. And it's just not quite there. ACNH 2.0. We need a noble coat version of this. Although I do like the costume as it is. Um, maybe some like, you know, add some sparkle on the shoulders. Yes. Um, but I love, I don't remember if i've mentioned this but i love how we get a nutcracker like an, a proper like nutcracker prince version of nutcracker not just um our sugar plum fairy i love that this is happening it's true um that the quad toe the audience audibly gasped i was like audience <laughs> thank you for detailing what comes out of my mouth as well he fell on that it was just <laughs> Ugh, sadness. However, quad style triple toe to open. And I think someone big, someone said that this is the first time he's done this in a competition. I swear I saw that somewhere on Twitter. Really? Oh, if so, if so, well done. Well, it was good. Yeah. Good save on the landing of the triple axle. However, for some reason, um, maybe is it just this season? Misha looks like he's keeping his eyes down on the ice like he's looking always on the ice maybe that's what bothers me about the choreography in the nutcracker yeah that could be it and it's not like it's kind of like he's not projecting to the back row because this this can be an olympic moment program but there's just something off you know what we need let's get loud i was literally about to say bring back (laughs) j-lo bring back j-lo and that forest green blazer. Yeah, the forest green suit. Honestly, Anyways. both of these programs seem, they're like a step down from last season. They are. And I know you want to keep things fresh, Misha, but like. While I enjoy the Nutcracker, it's no Let's Get Loud. And while I enjoy no. Schindler's List, it is definitely no White Crow. No. Maybe keep the Nutcracker for like an exhibition. Yes. Keep it for the gala. All right, let's talk about Schindler's List. I'm more in White Crow. Look, 
this program doesn't feel very inspired to me. It just doesn't have the magic that White Crow did. White Crow really, it was something special. You felt it. This just feels like a good program. I mean, it is a good program, but it's no yeah. white crow. Um, and there were definitely some mistakes on the jumps, but in this field, in this economy, it was good enough to get second. In this capitalist economy. In this capitalist economy. It was good enough to get second. Also, what was good enough to get first, though, was the meme you sent me of... Um, <laughs> so at the beginning of Shinless List program, like Misha, like he puts up his fingers and it's like he's pinching something. And so this meme was... Let me grab this out. What's this meme say? Um, <laughs> somebody posted on Twitter the image of Misha like, like pinching something in the air, like part of his choreography. And sunlight underscore girl um, quite retweeted it saying, how many nerve cells left after men's free skate? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like this much. It's just like pinching. And that was really, really hilarious. So that was the highlight of Schindler's List for me. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um... A really great quad toe, triple toe. Enjoyed oh, gorgeous. Enjoy that. But then he steps out of a triple loop. Yes. You can't be making mistakes like that, Misha. Not of somebody of your caliber. Come on. And then the mistake on the sal. Torso just went before the rest of the body and just over rotated. Couldn't check out um, with everything else in line. Yeah. Not, not his best. Mission also was like, look, there's a lot of things we can work on, but overall, like, fine. Yes, fine. Bring back last season's programs. That's what Please. I say. Please. I will fly to Russia and do a music switcheroo. Yes. Anyway. Someone else who I do believe should bring back the short program from last season is Yuma Kageyama. Really? Who... I like this season's short program as well, even though we didn't skate it that well here. <laughs> I don't really like it. I know it's time for Michael Buble to come out of hibernation as we have surpassed Halloween season. Um, but it does. I think it just reads a little a little junior and really awkward okay, when you're fair. just falling and not smiling and laughing yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> that That is true. Um, so... <laughs> For a short program, you miss skating to When You're Smiling by Michael Bublé. And then he steps out of the quad sow. And so I was like, I'm not smiling after that quad sow. Then he pops the toe um, and doesn't chuck a combo at the end. So it's just a triple toe plus combo. And then in the lyrics, it says, like, I'm crying. And I'm like, yes, I am crying, Michael Bublé. I am crying. Um, although a lovely triple axle. And I think it's a good program, but not skated well. Although when you did when you did mention that it presents juniorish, I, yeah, I yeah, I can see that. Yes, it does. And also, it's, I, it's not so much that it's juniorish. I mean, it is a little bit, but it's more so that it's awkward when you're like falling and not laughing whatsoever. And Michael Bublé is just so happy about his laughing and smiling. I mean, like great timing to the music, Yuma. Like at least you've got that going for you. Anyway. Um, the free skate however i do really like the gladiator soundtrack free skate really like yes. it a lot you know what yuma both yuma and kauri with their gladiator programs they're good programs they're great programs and this really this free skate really was the 
if you skate clean, everyone else is like skating crappily, so you'll probably win. And that's what happened here. Yeah, yes. That's what happened. Um, he skated so well, though. It was so nice. Um, I could tell that he was working so hard. I was like, yes. oh, good for you, working hard. You could tell. Um, I really like the bronze shimmer decal thing on the bodice and the forearm I don't know what what exactly it is um on the forearm part of the sleeve really enjoyed that like Peter Gumetic but not but different but not emo emo neoclassical no not really quite Gerard way no, it was very reminiscent of Alexei Yagudin's 2002 Man in the Iron Mask free skate costume, which is great. Is that really who we want to emulate, though? No, because Yuma has surpassed, Yuma-san has surpassed Alexei um, Yagudin. And so now that's fresh in my memory and that's going to be the point of reference. So thank you for for being that uh, instead of that other guy who's... That other guy. We'll just call that him other that guy. other guy. That other guy who unfortunately his personality just completely overrides his skating. So, well, you did that to yourself, mate. Anyway, Yuma, uh, decent uh, free skate. Has to save quite a few landings, but they're saved. So but he did save them. He did save them. He gets a standing ovation. Um, and the boy is so light on the ice. Like, look at that triple flip, triple So loops. nice. Triple Beautiful. flip, triple loop. It was so springy, so quick. I was, I said in my notes, it, it's kind of like he has so much respect for the ice he's skating on. He's like, uh, I'm a respect you real good. And uh, it's just, he's such a joy to watch. Such a joy. Didn't really get a him. single negative GOE on his score sheet. Look at which that. for the men. <laughs> it's, it's quite an accomplishment. That's insane. So well done. Yuma-san for taking out this event after coming seventh in the short program. <laughs> really, him and Boyang were doing the opposite. Yeah, he went from seventh, literally seventh to first, and Boyang went from first to seventh, which is not what I really want to be saying here. No one wants to be doing that. Big, big rip. Yeah, Yuma just needs to fix up that short program a little bit. I'm not sure what quite needs to be done with it. Maybe he could land his jumps and then it would be a little less awkward for Michael Buble to be smiling so much about it yeah but I really think that Yuma is has a pretty good lock on that third Olympic spot for I agree now. I agree now. he's great I love him so much me too all right I think that is it for our Gran Premio d'Italia recap for both women and pairs which we did last episode as well as men and dance which we did this episode Yes, that is it. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back shortly with our next Grand Prix event next weekend. Oh, my God. And also no book because we are hammered at work. So that's yes, all right. Yes, this is my last week at my underpaid, Yay! overworked job, though. So I've quit. And I, we will be back with a book next event. But no promises. Don't hold me to that. Yes, we will try. We'll try. As a lot of the men did, but didn't succeed. <laughs> So I'm Claudia and come chat with us at Let's Get Down Pod. That's L-U-T-Z Get Down Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to work with us, shoot us an email at letsgetdownpod at gmail.com. If you like this podcast and never want to say the words, he went from first to seventh again ever in your life. Please leave us a review and give us some five-star love. We would really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.